Hello everyone and welcome back to Straight White Whale. My name is Darren Connell and this is episode 37. Before we get into the madness, I also need to catch my breath because I just sped walked it. Sped walked it? Is that even a word? Power walked, is it? Power walked. I'm so grateful that you're here. <laughs> I feel like I've got a head injury that's just never <laughs> been checked. Sped walked it from my flat to the studio and I'm absolutely burst. So... Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new sponsor of the podcast and they're called Zenden Glasgow. Now, I am a regular customer of the Zenden. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to give Brothers in Arms and Back On Side a shout out. Brothers in Arms is a suicide prevention charity that me and Paul were at their gig over the weekend, a comedy fundraiser. It was amazing. Paul was doing the sound. It was very good. Because we're best pals now, we hang about with each other outside the studio. Yeah, we handies under the table <laughs> and tenants. <laughs> and back on side are a great mental health charity too, run by Libby, that I also use myself for stress and therapy and all that stuff. So if you go on back on side's website, you'll see that they've got numbers and links to like Alcoholics Anonymous, which I also use, the Samaritans, I've used them before. Damn, if Bobby for Scott Squad's pure fucked. No, I'm no fucked. <laughs> I use multiple <laughs> tools in life to make sure that this journey and this meat vessel <laughs> to the light at the end of the tunnel is nice and smooth, Paul. Nice. So when I get to heaven, I'm no mangled like that to God. I'm fucked. You're going to heaven? Maybe. <laughs> I like Doug Heaven, which all oh, these Labradors here for. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, he just hunters a golden Labradors. Uh, you're in heaven, but it's Doug Heaven. I wouldn't even put up. I'd be like, rough, rough, rough. I'd pop up, mate. Straight away. No wonder we don't get sponsors. I had a blackout there. Right, so basically they've sent me a wee script to read, but the Zen Den is, do you know where the Paddy's Market used to be? Mm -hmm. Down the bar is, yep. right across for the High Court. Yeah. Right across from the kebab shop. Shwarma King. Shwarma King. Best kebab shop in Britain. Yes. The Zen Den is right beside it, right? right. And it's ran by a guy called Joe. And I stumbled across it about a year before lockdown. And I've actually, give me a minute, right? I went in for a CBD coffee one day and they do creams, bath bombs, shampoos and vitamins and stuff. And as always, I was like, what's this CBD shite? And this is the CBD that I use. I got that from the Zen Den. This isn't a sponsored thing. I actually bought that with my own money, but Joe's been kind enough to now sponsor the podcast. It tastes a bit like shite, to be honest, but it's good for you if you put it in your tea or your coffee you won't taste it and i enjoy it um it's a very supportive wee cafe i've went in there and i found myself talking about mental health stuff Um, it's dog friendly it is very very nice i'll just double check to see if he's put um anything cool here stoner friendly as well nice so just, i can go yes you can you junkie scumbag stoner. phone the police right now on yourself <laughs> dog friendly just by Glasgow Green and there's nootropics as well. Nice. So you can go in and get like nootropic coffee and like all the mushroom stuff. So nice one. Lion's mane, all that. All the all, good stuff. All the good stuff, mate. Have you ever been? I have seen it 
Um, but I've never been in. It's so good. I'm maybe need to just jump in. I think I've, I went by it. Maybe it's been closed or somewhere. But I, I, I go down there with my bike. Yes, it's, about the Clyde it's really good. A sex pest. And obviously, <laughs> obviously, I don't um, smoke weed, so I'm just into nootropics and all that. <laughs> so there we go. Check it as ending. Ah, you're sober. Yeah. I'm no. As, as we talked about last week with my mushroom <laughs> trip, but I've took CBD in the past and it's very good for relaxing and easing the physical symptoms of anxiety. Yes, and it's good for, um, what's it called when your muscle, uh, your your knuckles are always stiff, your fingers are stiff and stuff with your bones. Oh, like arthritis. Arthritis. Stuff like that. Uh-huh. It's good way that. Mm-hmm. I had my mum taking CBD. Obviously, it's legal. You can buy it in Asda anywhere like that it's perfectly legal it's not a drug mm-hmm. i just look at it as a vitamin have i been taking it every single day no i haven't have i been taking it recently yes i have i'm in a much better place mentally and i've got a good routine i feel much better and when i feel much better i take things like that nice on top of a structured good diet nice so there we go mm-hmm. that's me getting my breath back Amazing, mate. I'm no absolutely fucked. I noticed in the, I noticed on Saturday night that you were eating serene. Either way, the fruit loaf. Yes. So this is a very polarizing substance. This fruit loaf stuff, like malt bread with fruit in it. I'm fucking addicted to it, mate. Yes. I love it. You had the banana stuff, the serene banana bread. Do you know? See if it was there and I was hungry, I would eat it, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't buy it. It's that is very specific there's very specific flavor to the banana one right it's right. very strong mm-hmm. for me if you tried toasting it if you bought the loaf at a tesco that sounds amazing get the loaf at a tesco don't over toast it though toast it's one of the ones like it toasts like that uh-huh. so you take your eye off it for a second it's fucked and you just want it to be a wee bit sort of crispy like lightly toasted peanut butter holy shit man that sounds amazing. Did I pull that out in the... Was I eating that at the comedy night? I think so, mate. Eh? That's because I'm... Did, did I see it on your Instagram story or something? Might have been... Might have been both. Were you pocket munching? I was night? pocket munching, I. That's 32 days I've been calorie counting. Superb, mate. I feel... I feel great, mate. Aye. I've no weighed myself, but I do feel... I feel good. You feeling more comfortable in your clothes and all that? I do. Even walking here, I was late to the podcast. I was 10 minutes late. And I was like speed walk time and I was like, I've lost weight. Speed walking, I could feel it. Um, and I'm just gonna stick to it. When I get a chance to get to Nathaniel and train well, and then I'll weigh myself, but I'm I'm not gonna be pure obsessed with weighing myself. Uh, but yeah. I that's 30, 32 days. I was bragging about it today on Twitter. I said my body's getting stronger, I feel like a backyard boxer. My I'm not even going to finish that sentence, that's fucking horrific. I was going to say my loads are getting creamier, but... (laughs) (laughs) You said it there. I know, I'm so... I had to say it there, but you know that way, I was like, knee one or I'm not getting booked for panto anymore. (laughs) Like, uh, the the shot's getting higher up my belly. (laughs) I'm I'm getting stronger. (laughs) I do feel stronger. My pal started back um, jiu-jitsu training, right? Right. And he was rolling with somebody the day that I know. 
And I started off saying this as a joke. I feel so good calorie counting that I think I could smash fuck it the both of you at the same time. And by the end of the conversation, I was like, ah, name a time and a place. <laughs> Next, cool. I'll take the both of you, man. I don't give a fuck. So, <laughs> where does he go to jujitsu? I'm not too you sure. Don't even know. Can't right, remember. Man. That's fucking hilarious. Um, how have you been since the last podcast? Since last week. Been good, mate. I've been Baby. busy. Busy, busy. Um, but like you're saying, Saturday night. I had a, had a great night at Tenants in yeah. uh, Byers Road for the, what would I call in the night? Colin, old fucking raging. Colin just, Higgins. Aye. Uh, fuck, what's it called? I can't I, remember. I was going to say Barrel of Laughs, but that's another comedy night on top. Um, but good lineup, I thought, man. Yes. Ga- the Gallus Palace. The Gallus Palace. That's what it's called. Um, I thought Stu who was brilliant, mate. Is that the first time you've ever seen Stu? Uh-huh. Now, for people listening to the the podcast, Stu who is, is possibly one of the original stand-up comedians in the new wave of stand-up in Scotland mm-hmm. that came here in the 80s, maybe. Like, actual comedy nights and comedy right. nights started getting run. And uh, he was in a TV show... He's he's done support for Bill Hicks. Couldn't believe that when you said that he supported Bill Hicks, mate. He's seventy-three years old. I'm sure he wouldn't mind us saying this, but he's known the best of health right now. Ah, I don't think it's a secret, is it? Aye, it's not a secret. He said it on stage. So. Aye, he said it on stage. He's got cancer and he's got something else. And seventy-three years old. I'm just gonna say, you know, Stu has got Facebook and he's an amazing poet as well and he's a very talented guy he's a good he's a good person right mm. if you're listening to the podcast add him on facebook but to see him there on saturday and he was just like struggling a bit physically he couldn't stand up mm-hmm. and he was sitting down because he was fucked and he still smashed a gig you're like that uh, his energy was incredible yeah. man and the material was great as well Aye. you know what i liked the most about him was just the pure old man honesty like there was a bit where or there was a moment where he was sitting speaking to you and you were having a conversation it wasn't like you were just like you know like just chatting shit or whatever you were like sort of like leaning into each other like actually talking and somebody for the crowd came up and went oh Stu it's good to see you and he went aye but can you fucking see me after I've finished my conversation (laughs) and I was like do you know what man that's just that pure old guy energy where they just don't give a fuck anymore, man. They're just like, I don't care. Like, fuck off, mate. I'll come and see you and, you know, it's, I'm done. It's good that you picked up on that, mate, because somebody did that to me last week when I was having a conversation and I let it slide, right? And in my head, I was like, that rude bastard. See, when he did that, mm-hmm. I was actually going to say, like, because I knew that guy. See, oh, the guy you? that came up, right. he's a stand-up comedian. Right, okay. And I was going to say, for fuck's sake, mate, let us finish our conversation. But Stu was like, straight away. Aye. <laughs> it was the way that he was like, aye, gonna come. it's good to see you, Stu. Aye, it'll be good to see you once I finish my conversation. He never even fucking acknowledged me, the cunt. He was fucking leaning on my shoulders. He's like, all right, Stu. Like, all right. <laughs> Horn on your face. Hello? Pushing you to one side. Um, but no, that's a good wee night that they're putting on down there. And they've done it twice. And they've raised nearly two grand for Brothers in Arms. That's amazing. The other the two nights. And Colin's doing that. He's in Steam. Yeah. He's in back. Um, half he's in back. And I mean, it's it, 
a good night, man. I mean, that room hoards 50 folk. Aye. It's a great charity. I don't think people within my circle are aware of how big this Brothers in Arms is and how important it is. Mm-hmm. It's always something I've seen in the background. They've got massive Facebook groups and constant fundraisers. And who's the lad that I was talking to? The Gary Goldie. Gary Goldie. He was a good guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, aye, it's a great charity. Before we get into the podcast and, and uh, like whatever we're going to talk about, when I first met Gary, because I did the Brawls and Arms podcast, uh-huh. I produced that, and that's how I met Gary. See, when I first met him, I was like to him, see, when you were younger, did you happen to rap? And he was like, what? And it was because I was in a recording studio years ago, maybe like early to mid-2000, no, no, even the mid-2000s, like mid to late 2000s, maybe 2007, 2008. And the guy that was the producer in the studio was like, you just want to hear this, like, Glaswegian rapper and we were all like I alright and he to be fair like I hope the guy doesn't listen to this podcast because the guy the producer guy was ripping the piss out of it like we were sitting howling and one of the raps he did was Gary Goldie Gary Goldie that's my name and I say it boldly and was it him no thankfully imagine <laughs> it was him, man. him I there was also a line I remember I don't remember much I remember that because it stood out and he said uh, something about I'm the Robin I'm the Robin Hood of Royston Oh my god. That was another one of the rhymes. I it? wonder what he's up to now. Gary Goldie. <laughs> Fuck knows, mate. Hope he made it. Hi. He's doing 15, 15 <laughs> to 20. <laughs> he's in Berlin, eh? <laughs> Writing his next rap opus. He's probably doing the fringe. <laughs> Speaking of the fringe, that's the fringe starting now. I know, mate. I've seen some posts about it today. Yes. So. Talking about, we'll talk about the fringe for a wee bit. Um, obviously, that's kind of back to full swing with COVID kind of getting better. Well, no, really getting better. People are still getting COVID and shows are still getting cancelled. But mm-hmm. if you're going up to the Edinburgh Fringe this month, I have some recommendations. Obviously, Susie McCabe, very funny comedian. I, I imagine, I'm willing to say, but after this Edinburgh friend run, that she's going to be a household name. This aye, aye. this is her moment. This mm-hmm. is her friend. She was incredible at your uh, new com- uh, new material night at the stand, mate. Really good, man. So awesome. comfortable on stage. Yeah. So if you want to go and catch a comedian before she becomes massive, go and see Susie McCabe at the Fringe. Also, Rachel Jackson. Doing my night. I'm just naming people that. Did you like that? Night, the French? Everybody else is a cunt because they never done my gig. <laughs> no, Rachel Jackson, Christopher MacArthur Boyd, CMB. He's doing a, a show as well. Right. Very funny boy. Seen him supporting Frankie Boyle at <clears throat> Glee. Yes. Was getting trolled on Twitter recently because he was doing a joke about Celtic and Rangers. Aye. I, I mean, I seen it. I thought it was funny. I'm a Celtic fan. I thought Aye. it was funny, but he's right. Yeah. He's totally right. Like, it's. See, I never laughed at it, but I loved the reaction that it got. Uh-huh. So I was like, good on him. Uh-huh. I, I want that. I love the fact that he caused pain to people. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm recommending his show. Are we, are we, home, <laughs> are we home truth for like, people on Twitter? Like, no, that's not right. <laughs> like, Aye. Yeah, okay, does. So he's very funny. And uh, an English boy called Liam Withnail. Right. Very, very funny comedian. Good guy, and he's doing a show at the Monkey Barrel. 
I'm not going to name their shows and what time it is. Just Google their name. Also, if you just go up off the cuff one day and you're bored, um, I would say just jump into the Monkey Barrel or the Stand right. Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to say this as well. Like two venues that actually support comedians and pay comedians. There's there's a lot of comedians that are going to and actors and everybody else that are going to do this run. And they're going to lose thousands of pounds mm-hmm. and not get paid. So if you would like comedians to get paid, go to the Monkey Barrel, the Stand Comedy Club, or the Free Fringe when there's a bucket at the end of the show. Uh-huh. And if you stick money in the bucket, you will know that the comedians are getting paid. I think Mark Nelson's doing a pay what you can show. Yes. Maybe he's matinee or something like that. It's a pay what you can or something like that. I don't know. Obviously, Mark Nelson's very funny too. And if you go and purchase a ticket to his show, he, you won't be disappointed. Uh-huh. There's so much at it, mate. I was quite... I had seen somewhere that uh, the official Edinburgh Fringe top 50 acts to go and see not one of them was Scottish, which is... It sums it up, mate. It's ridiculous. a pirate ship. It's an absolute pirate ship mm-hmm. that takes advantage of people with a dream. And working class people from all walks of life will not benefit from no, it. No, no way. Can't even afford to go to it. Aye. You know what I mean? You will literally go into £5,000 debt at least. When I finished my first run, I get hit with a five grand bill. I've never seen £5,000 in my life. The, well, I think that's a disgrace. Um, but do you think it's, do you think it's necessary anymore? And I don't mean from what putting it on. Obviously, put it on, right? There used to be this thing, oh, you need to do the fringe. Do you think that's true anymore? I don't think it's true. I think it's dying. I think it's honestly dying. It's it's this big uh, corrupt kind of machine now. And the only reason that I would go to it now is to do the stand or monkey barrel. But I don't know why I would do it again. Like, mm-hmm. I've got bills to pay. I can't afford to go into thousands of pounds of debt. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Aye, that's insane. Um, but I think with internet, you don't need to go there. See, it's like, all the press are there, and you do a good show, and you get a five-star review at the fringe. It used to be really huge. Yeah. See, now, half of the cunts I know don't even know it's fucking... You know, you say to them, all the fringes on, they'll be like, what? I know. Aye, and what? Aye. Used to be like huge, do you know what I mean? Like, Yep, if you want to support live comedy, just go to the Stand Comedy Club in Glasgow or Edinburgh outside August or the Glee Club. If you really love comedy, then you've got comedians doing solo shows and all that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I get caught at the Fringe one year. I was going to see Foo Fighters at Meadowbank and I sat down in a, what was an empty room and as soon as Mars hit the seat, the fucking curtain went and the guy came out hello so like and i was just like sitting there by myself waiting for my missus to come out taking a piss in the toilet oh my god it was horrific um and when i i, I literally was saying sorry to the guys i left <laughs> i was like standing up like i need to go mate like i'm so sorry and the guy just continued on with his comedy did like, they okay. even acknowledge you did they even say anything um other than clearly he's been waiting for somebody to come in you know what I mean? Oh, so it was only you? It was only me. Oh my god! There was nobody else there, and as soon as and she went to the toilet, and I went, oh, I'll just I'm just going to grab a seat, just give a shout when you come out the toilet. It was just like an empty room. As soon as I sat down, it was pure. 
hello like he came out and i was like oh god like this guy's been waiting in the wings for like one person to come in it was like free there was about like 13 14 15 seats something like that and i, f- I feel he's paying one year when i went up as i was a open spot we had a show me a comedian called stephen halcrow eddie cassidy ross men and myself we did a show at the three sisters and right. it, i swear to god mate it was in a cupboard it, it must have been a cupboard that well came... this looked like a cupboard Aye. this looked like a wee room like the two the toilets were there the main bar was here we were in the bar having a beer and then we were leaving to go to the gig mm-hmm. she went out the toilet and it was just like a room with like 10 or 15 seats in it looked like a fucking cupboard yeah as soon as i sat down so i it's probably been a similar sort of thing to what you've had he's came out like <laughs> He's like, hey guys, how you so doing? Yeah. Just yeah. launched into his act and Aye. like one joke in, she's like, come on. And I'm like, sorry, mate, I need to go and just left. Uh, Poor guy. Yeah, I've had some strange times at the fringe. I remember, hopefully, I'm no grassing them in. I, I, I think they wouldn't mind. I remember when I went up and you see the clattiness of what the fringe is. See, when you're an up-and-comer, you get these people that try to, you know, smooze you. Smooze, is that the word? Aye, I think so. Aye, you're like, you're all just fake. But I, I remember being, I got the chance to potentially support Tom Green doing stand-up. As in, like, fucking Freddie Got Fingered Tom Green? Aye. Right, the American guy, right? Fuck so, sake. and it fell through. Right. But I still got to meet him. So oh, I remember really? we were at this after party, right? Uh-huh. Where Tom Green was there. Michael Winslow, right? Who's he? The guy for Police Academy that does oh, all right. the bad voices. Aye, aye, the guy that does all the noises. Aye. Right, uh-huh. And I'm there working in Asda at the time, doing all these mental gigs, no getting paid, having the time of my life. I drank at the time, right? Right. And I remember there was a joint getting passed about, and Michael Winslow was smoking a joint. Ooh. Did I just grass him in there? And he's like, ah, do you want a puff? Obviously in an American accent. And I was like, right, I've never I've never smoked that in my life. But Michael Winslow the Police Academy is offering me a puff of a joint. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking take it. <laughs> right, right. Mate, two draws of a joint. I was fucking melted, man. I was grabbing Tom Green, right? And I was like, I see Freddy got fingered, mate. <laughs> Honestly, man, one of the best comedies ever made. Talking oh, no. utter shit. But they were brand new. It was a great night and it was a great laugh. Mm-hmm. But see, by the end of the night, just because Edinburgh it was like, you know, 24 hours a day, man, it's just carnage during the fringe. Aye. I couldn't get anywhere to sleep. And I remember this mad after party being with all these people. And then I just walked in towards the Three Sisters, tried to get a couple of hotels. Everywhere was booked. Fucked. Tried to go into a hostel. Full. And I just done that. Oh, well. And just went went for a sleep on a bench in the middle of Edinburgh. <laughs> and I just woke up the next day. I was just like, did that really happen? <laughs> like, the promoter guy got in touch with us. Because I joked about it on my Facebook saying I just went for a kip. Last night on a bench after hanging about with Tom Green. Right. Such a weird night. Right. And he's like, ah, next time tell us and I'd, I'd have let you sleep my flare. But that's mental, isn't it? Just Any, a mad story. Interesting happened with Tom Green other than you slabbering on him. 
No, it was all right. It was just the usual shit. Like, was he weird? I think he was a bit weird because he couldn't understand me because of the Scottish accent. <laughs> but right. he was nay from what you see on the TV is no the Tom Green that's real. Right. Okay. He's socially awkward, quiet. Right. Quiet wee guy, and he followed me on Twitter. Right. He'd followed me for ages. Right. And then he unfollowed me, and I was like, ah, prick. Oh, did he? What a prick. Bastard. I believe that. Why are you doing? Why? What did you say? So see, when I, I went, when very early into my comedy career, when I had Twitter, um, I fully admit that I wasn't funny. Right. I might have been funny doing stand-up comedy on a stage when I was finding my voice, mm-hmm. but Twitter, my partner was pathetic, mate. So I actually went through my tweets during lockdown. Right. 33,000 tweets, right? I went through them since I started Twitter. Obviously, I went through it to try and get some material as well. Like, uh-huh. maybe I could use that as a joke. Mate, I would have get cancelled if I never deleted their tweets. Like, see all these comedians that are getting cancelled? I would have get cancelled. Like, 100%. I'm... I can see the joke in the tweet, but mm. it's no a joke yet. Right. And I'm like, right, that's, you know, jokes about suicide, depression, mm. you know, tweets at like three in the morning. And I'm like, that's not a joke. That's me just saying I'm going to kill myself. Like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's just desperation. And it's like, you know, really just shite, just pure shite. Right. So Tom, Tom Green was right. Unfollow you. Aye, I don't blame him. But am I still going to wish death on him? Aye. Okay. Aye. Have I never watched any of his films since? So, yeah, of course. <laughs> Have I gave him a one star review in all his podcasts and shows? Aye. Aye. <laughs> that bad mouth him in green rooms, even though it was 10 years ago. Aye. <laughs> How do you bring him up? <laughs> like in the stand, green room with Susie McCabe, Rachel Jackson, Mikey Motion, you. How do you bring Tom Green? How do you how do you wedge him into the conversation oh. so you can badmouth him? So we could be sitting in the green room and Susie does that. We're in a green room and I'd be like, "At Green, Tom Green, he's a cunt." <laughs> That's it. It's as simple as that. Somebody's <laughs> like, "My my brother-in-law's called Freddy. I ever seen Freddy got fingered? <laughs> I don't fucking watch it." One of the best films ever made. Do you remember it, mate? I. I loved Freddy Got Fingled. Yeah. When it first came out, I loved it. Ah, it was funny. It was hilarious. I don't know what my favourite bit in the whole movie is. Such just stupidity goes on in that movie. The bit where his mate breaks his leg. (laughs) 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 And he just starts licking (laughs) the fucking bone. You're like, what the (laughs) fuck? Who even thinks of that shit? Um, But the... I mean, it's just so stupid. Just so stupid, but... The bit where he's sitting playing the piano. Daddy, would you like some sausage? And he just gets sausages hanging. Who, who thinks of that? And better still, who puts it in a fucking movie? Mm-hmm. See, the funny thing about that is, though, see the dad, Tom Green's dad. I can't remember his name. Is it no Rip Thorn that plays him or not? Is it Rip Thorn? I don't know if it is. But... He's a very well-respected actor that's been in really successful, right. multiple Hollywood films. And I love for the I love the fact that he's just appeared in Freddy Get Fingered. Freddy Get Fingered. Let's have a look to see. He was in Men in Black as well. I, th- I 
I don't know if it has ripped on, but uh, let's have a look. Freddy got fingered. It has ripped on. Aye, it is. Do you know what, man? That dude plays angry. Like, seeing yeah. that movie when he loses it with him and all that. And, uh, but I just the pure, just the fucking sheer stupidity of that fucking movie. Um, Sadly, no longer with us. Who? Uh, ripped on. I know, yeah. mate. Um, but, do you know he did the skateboarding one take? Did he? Aye, but it took him like a million takes to do it, but he wanted to do like the one continuous take. Wow. Which is impressive, man. For your art. Still, I can't, but. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. I was only kidding on about Tom Green. I, I do like him. He's a good lad. Oh, he's on Twitter, Tom. Like, my best mate. I'm and Michael Winslow are my best mates. Um, Did he do any voices before we... Aye, he was, mate. Was he, like, showing off? Was he, like, flexing? No, it's just part, it's part of his personality. Like, right. see the way we have a conversation and you're like, that's so hard to describe. Like, he uses sounds to describe words. So it's just part of his thing. Right. But I'm tripping at my fucking mind. And I'm like, is he... Is he even moving his mouth when he's doing that? He was like a puppet. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point that he was doing it and like nobody was laughing and all that. He's so yeah. good at it, but... Oh, I mean... Because I was like, it's, it's, I'm like, he's making noises and I'm like, is somebody behind the curtain there? there? Like, it was him. <laughs> but can he do like, what's that called? Excuse me, where you project your voice. He does it all, mate. Right. Maybe because I was just stoned at my fucking ah, mind. You've been, you've been hearing it in like fucking 4D. I, I even remember saying something along the lines of saying, so cringe, saying, is Police Academy coming back? <laughs> <laughs> Are you making another Police Academy? He's like, I fucking hope so. I know. Did you like the Police Academy movies? Do you know, I thought I did, but I watched them recently. And I think there's two that are alright, and the right. rest of them are sh- so shite. Right. Aye. I be, I'm very wary of revisiting movies for the 80s, mm-hmm. in particular movies for the 80s that i seen when I was younger. How many Police Academy movies is there? Like fucking 40 or something? Aye, like I think there's seven or something. Aye, there's one in Moscow. Aye. One in fucking Russia. Yeah. But there's one in particular, um, Citizens on Patrol. Is that Police Academy 3? Maybe two. I can't remember. That is actually really fucking good. Like, really good. Actually, like, funny. And I think when they had the guy, uh, Mahoney. Ah, uh, hi. Um, he was in Cocoon. Another great movie. Um, when they had the original cast, it was decent. It was, like, a good movie. But, aye, uh, they ripped the arse out of it, didn't they, man? He's kind of fell away that guy, isn't he? Steve Gutenberg. Yep. He had a great career and he's not really done much. Weird that into it, like you get people that are like hot. Mm-hmm. Don't mean physically, I mean like career wise and like acting. They're fucking hot for like ten year, and then they end up in like mad shady B cop movies and all that. Aye. Like Polly Shore, right? Perfect example. Aye, mate. He was like, he was a flavor of the month big time. He was in everything at one point. Yeah. Man. Um, who's the guy that kids want to be Michael? J- Corey Feldman. Oh. That's quite sad, actually. Aye, I listened to his book. He's got a book in Audible. Really good. You ever heard his song? Um, is it the one with the angels? I don't know, mate. I watched a lot. <laughs> I don't even know if they released it. But there's like a YouTube video or maybe 
pull it up a, a wee bit like here in the post where he's on like no Saturday Night Live it was the one on MTV that used to be like he did it like Times Square in New York like he, you know what I'm talking about like Aye. and he like just lo- he just starts singing and dancing the song like, it's fuck it's a car crash man it's terrible it's it? so bad it's like worse than Vanilla Ice it's weird because I've heard him on podcasts and he's quite an interesting funny guy I think he was on a Bobby Lee podcast once and he was alright Tiger Belly Aye, but when, you're, when he starts singing you're like mate he did an episode of which is a great podcast. Um, that Steve's podcast is at Wild Ride, um, and some of the shit that he was talking about, you're like, wow, man, pure yeah. outing cunts, not like, hey, what? pure outing cunts. Aye, aye, for like, abusing him, he was like abused as a aye. child, like aye. by uh, people in Hollywood. Aye, he was part of that scene, like the Corys and aye, uh, who else was like Jodie Foster, like all these child stars that they're all fucked up. Also in The Goonies, one of the greatest films ever made. Love it, mate. See that? Lost Boys. He's in Lost Boys. Another. Yeah. Um, But The Goonies is, mate, Sunday afternoon. I know you don't drink, but see, Sunday afternoon, hangover, get a bit of lunch, stick The Goonies on. Aye. Top tier. See if Sloth was still alive, right? Would you be mates with him? Like Sloth as in like, if the character for The Goonies was real, or the dude that played American football and the character, right? Hundred percent, mate. Aye. So with that, Aye. do you know how I think I might be mentally ill? Because sometimes I think when I mean the guy that played him's dead as well, right? Mm-hmm. That makes me sad. But the fact I don't know, man, sloth just makes me sad. <laughs> like I just wish he get treated better. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's definitely got some sort of like weird attachment issues because he like falls in love with a child at, like say I don't know maybe something fucking sinister about it maybe we spoke about the Mrs Doubtfire horror trailer yeah somebody could make a Goonies horror trailer for sure aye see the scene in the uh, abandoned cafe that used to scare the shit out of me that was scary I there's some really scary parts of the Goonies when I was younger mm-hmm. I remember that. Aye. It's unbelievable that it's uh, who's the dude that plays the big brother? He's in the Marvel films and all that now. Mate, aye. He's um looks sick, man. Paul's just gonna quickly check. Always that. having to fucking double check. So shite with names, man. Don't worry, babe, baby. As S- soon as you uh, Josh Brolin. Yes. That's Amazing. Uh, no country for old men and I think a serious, I've, serious actor. I've mentioned this on the podcast once. I tweeted one of the cast members of the Goonie, Goonies years ago, and I just said, when is Goonies 2 coming out? And she blocked me. (laughs) 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 Fuck you. But that might be because they wanted it and they never got it or whatever. Yeah. Who knows, man? I don't even think I I meant anything bad by it. I was just like, fuck it. Genuinely want the Goonies 2. Aye. Like, why not? I want more sloth. More sloth? No. Um, Hi, I'd have him up on the couch like a dog. Imagine treating him like a dog. I told you, no, don't go on the couch. All right, (laughs) get to your bed. Get off my bed. You've had your dinner. This is my dinner. I say that to my cats all the fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) We fucking bastards love cheese, and they just come up like that cheese, and I'm like, you've had your fucking dinner. Beat it. 
talking um, about um last week's podcast a punter got in touch with you know how i was talking about the trolley boys cupboard mm-hmm. so that seems to have done quite well on tiktok right. but funnily enough um my old manager got in touch with us oh the one that was like tell me who it was yep right and she straight away she was like ah you fucking grasped yourself in there a belter she's like i had a wee feeling it was you but she took it well she found it very funny but a guy got in touch with and uh he's like i love the mad work stories he works in mcvitie's biscuit factory and that's right. actually shutting down this weekend, I think. Oh, is it? The one down at Toll Cross? I think so, mate. Oh, you're kidding on. So I take it it's gone private? No, well, um, they'll probably be just moving it somewhere. Moving it? Fuck it, because, I mean, as the city centre expands, places like Deniston and Toll Cross, they'll just become gentrified, same as the south side, same as the west end has. Uh-huh. So it'll be like uh, Iron Brew, the Iron Brew Bars Factory used to be at Parkade at Celtic Park. They've moved up to Cumbernauld. It's just cheaper for them to have their fucking their shit there. Yeah. It's not in the city. So yeah. I think it'll have something to do with that. Well, he got in touch with us and that biscuit factory has been there for years, right? 30 years or something, maybe mm-hmm. even longer. Mm-hmm. And he had a story. He said that I don't know why it was up in the roof, but they had this container up in the roof that had nothing but water in it. Nothing ran through it. It was just like an empty brass container right. of, of rainwater, I think. Right, okay. Right, it was like water. Aye. And he said he had a colleague that walked past him holding a towel one day. And he's like, <laughs> where are you going? And he's like, I'm away for a swim. <laughs> <laughs> he used to go swimming and the fucking bogging rainwater in this container yep but he would go for a wee swim on the roof <laughs> of the mcvitties <laughs> biscuit factory wow man he must have brung his shorts and his fucking towel and i did yep he did i was howling i was like mate can i tell that on the podcast and he's like aye the guy you know, fucking you know died 15 years ago about that? there's a fucking swimming pool across the road aye in tolcross park i know <laughs> this guy's fucking flapping about in a fucking container full of rainwater he was the original cold water therapy then eating a biscuit after it amazing <laughs> i used to stay in tolcross and i loved the smell of that factory mate Hi, jammy dodgers fill it pure smells like jammy dodgers if i worked in that factory i'd die man how do they maintain their weight because one they're, well maybe they become nosebleed to it like people that work in lush but they're around the smells of biscuits all day which would drive me fucking insane uh-huh and they i'm sure they get like the broken biscuits all the day on a reduced fee mate i get my pal get a job in mcdonald's and within four months they looked like you get poisoned by a fucking russian agent it's exactly what happened to me mate i went for <laughs> at 16 like could play on a sunday three games of football back to back like constantly kicking a ball constantly running like and then i stopped playing football at like 16 because i was shite and there was like still kicked a ball but but stopped playing football for teams got a job at mcdonald's and literally by the time i was 19 i was like 25 stone wow i put on 10 stone and that's as a teenager that's impressive i mean but mate you could go in there and morning see if you went in for the early shift the mm. breakfast shift 6 6 a.m start 
you would be having breakfast, lunch, and dinner at McDonald's. Aye. Guarantee you. You'd have the breakfast at your break, because, like, who doesn't fucking love a sausage and egg McMuffin? Then you would get your lunch, and then when you were leaving, you'd be like, can I take a Big Mac? And they'd be like, they don't give a fuck. They'll eat what you want. Aye. I was actually, see, because I'm completely obsessed with calorie counting right now, and I'm mm-hmm. really enjoying it. So I'm listening to podcasts, I'm reading books about it. And the guys were saying, like, you can eat things like McDonald's if you're within your calories. You can? Aye. Aye, of course. It, you can so, eat what you like. Over the weekend there, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to blow my calories on a McDonald's. But uh-huh. I feel like over the space of 32 days, my appetite's changed. So I was like, I'm not even going to waste my calories on a McDonald's. And I just ate normally. But right, good. for the first, you know, two days in calorie counting, I'm like, I'm getting fucking a quarter pounder with chicken nuggets. You know what I like to do? I like to... My maintenance calories are fucking high. I'm six five, right, a hundred kilo, so like I can eat three thousand calories a day. I won't put any fucking weight on. Quite an active fucker as well, but I, that's my maintenance is three thousand calories. Um, and if I'm in a deficit, right, see if I'm trying to lose a bit of weight, I'll go to two thousand five hundred. Yeah, so take five hundred off. It's not a lot. It's like a couple of bars of chocolate or whatever, whatever way you want to fucking look at it. You know what I love to do, mate. Save save up calories so maybe eat 2000 calories five days and then have what a five guys oh mate how good is you, you dirty bastard so i'm i'm in my head i'm like i monday i'm doing 2000 calories a day and then i'm gonna have a five guys on uh, the friday night man because it's I, a lot of calories in their food mate i was looking at five guys i don't want to be this is no boring chat but i was looking at their menu trying to figure out how many calories are in their food and it was quite hard to find out it's in my fitness pal was it i mate sums and, my fucking <laughs> sums and, um, my life up and um let's this is mental mate you'll be like what so a bacon cheeseburger for five guys so oh. that's just a burger so it's in the palm of your hand 920 calories that is mental regular fries have a guess the same 900 more oh my god a thousand wow the large fries 1400 wow. so if you're talking about like an average female on a a cat on a, a like calorie deficit a large five guys fries and mate, you can eat them and like that, man. They're gone. They're fucking. You wolf them down. Yeah. And they're so good. But the calories are high, so that's like that's what I'm saying. I would save up five five hundred calories a day over four or five days to give me that two or two and a half thousand spare calories, so that I can have a five guys on like a Friday night or something. And no feel bad about that Friday. It has it, spot, didn't it? I don't know why I struggled to get that out. Because <laughs> the saliva can run your mouth flat. I was really struggling now. Get the fries for the five guys, man. Aye. <laughs> you a ridiculous amount of fucking chips in the bags, man. I knew one, man. You fucking mere chance of getting a mortgage for a house than fucking paying for the five guys. <laughs> you could fucking uh, fill a pothole with the chips. I know, mate. We went in there one Monday. I'm obsessed with the Coca-Cola machines. Aye. See, like the sugar-free Dr. Pepper with like strawberry and mm-hmm. vanilla and oh my god, give it all day. Um, and I was on a wee walk on a Monday, I take a Monday off, and um, me and the missus went in five guys, and I was like, Can I just get like a large drink? And they were like, Can I have that? You need to buy something else. 
Honestly? Uh-huh. And it's because they, they don't make any money after the Coca-Cola machines. The Coca-Cola machines cost them so much money to buy and then to maintain and like the syrups for it that they kind of just let you buy that. That's mental. You need to buy, I bought a small fries and it was like incredible, mate. Salty and so hungry, mate. I'm getting hungry as well. But that's why I love this calorie counting stuff because I've started to eat food that I would class as bad and I've really started to drink like nice drinks. Like I love a, a zero Dr. Pepper. I find it so refreshing. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to feel guilty about this. And like the day for, I don't want to bore you with calorie counting shit, but the day for my breakfast I had, did you hear that? No, it was chill. Sounded like the roof was going to cave in. Um, for my breakfast today, I had two bits of white bread, uh-huh. two skinny square sausages for Aldi, uh-huh. fried onions, and a can of Iron Brew Extra, and it was like 400 calories. I was like, that fucking hit the spot, man. Mm-hmm. So there we go. I like that. Like, no foods are bad, mate. I've done keto and all, fucking Atkins and every fucking diet under the sun all the fucking years, and they just don't last. You mm-hmm. can't do them long term, alright to do keto if you're like you know whatever you want to do but calorie counting eating what you like having the freedom to eat what you like just knowing that you need to control yourself it's just it's the best mate it really is man and also getting some harsh truths as well see finding out about veganism as well like a lot of people with disordered eating will lean towards veganism because you're instantly chopping out most junk foods mm-hmm. and bad food and you think you're eating healthy because you're a vegan and i have to hold my hands up and say that's why i started to be a vegan but i started to like the animal side of it like six months down the line but i started being a vegan for weight loss and no other reason and i wish i could say that i didn't know about the calorie stuff i did but i just tried to always out train a bad diet I mean, and I'm like, nah, man, I'm 35. I can't out train a bad diet. I think anybody can, mate, unless you're fucking 18. Aye. I mean? So I, it's all about, and then I feel like my mental health has got better as well because I'm no, I, like last night I had a cup of tea and three ginger biscuits. The ginger biscuits are 62 calories a biscuit. Mm-hmm. No, no, 42 calories a biscuit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even feel bad about that. But see if that, if that was like two months ago, I'd be like, I want to fucking hang myself from my chin-up bar because I've got no self-control. Uh-huh. <laughs> Some of the things really surprise you how low in calories they are, man. Biscuits are one of them. People think, like, you could eat a full fucking pack of them if you want. Aye. And comparing them to the biscuits that I already had, I had a lot of 99-calorie bars for, like, Al- uh, Aldi and Pound Savers and all that. Right. So I'm like, am I going to have a 99-calorie bar or I'll have three biscuits? I'm going to have three biscuits because uh-huh. I'm a greedy boy. Fucking right, mate. Go for it. But even like last night, mate, I was like, that's, it's, it goes back to what you're saying there. Um, good and bad foods. Like um, 196 calories for a whisper. That's fucking class, man. I thought that would have been higher. That's it, mate. That That is it, isn't it? Um, 250 calories for a gra- a big grab bag, a 47.5 gram grab bag of McCoy's. Oh. Just work it into your foot. See if that's what you like. 
why deny yourself these things? Uh-huh. Unless you've got a specific reason, right? Say, for instance, you're like, skin. You know, like, oh, really, what a, or, you know, gut health. Aye. IBS or whatever, obviously, like, there's gluten and there's all these things. Yeah. And I know everything, there's dairy, what we're talking about, but see if it's genuinely, and I think, like, honestly, 80%, 90% of people that you, you speak to, it's about wanting to control their weight. It's yeah. about no wanting to lose control of their fucking their diet and what shape they're in or whatever yeah you can eat what you like man you can gen- if you if you look at people like paddy pimlet right ufc fighter not he he's rake thin and the guy's shoving me it's like there is there's a way that you can do it yeah a hundred percent you can do it. a very simple basic science behind it that is easily followed and it makes me think about pts like why soon as you walk into a gym they should say if you're not watching your calories then there's no point in being here unless you just want to feel better right. you won't get a result through if it's weight loss you won't get a result i've seen the amount of times i've ran on a treadmill for an hour with a sweatsuit on me and i'm like why am i still fat because i've never tracked right. tracked my calories what you're putting in your even when i thought i was healthy like i used to have smoothies like, do you know what? I'll have a smoothie for my breakfast and that'll be all right. I'm putting a full fucking tub of strawberries in it, blueberries, raspberries, a banana. Then I'm putting full fat milk, ice, and a protein powder in it. Fuck knows how many calories that is. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Fucking 1,500. Aye. It sounds it. And I'm like, oh, no, it's a protein shake. It's a fucking it's smoothie. Healthy. It's good. Aye, it's healthy. I tell you a lie. My breakfast today was 517 calories, but that was... Two slices of bread, two sausages, a cup of tea, tomato ketchup, diet coke, and it was a wee breakfast bar. So that was all right. Hundred percent, man. I'm fucking starving, man. Yeah, and I also shat my pants yesterday. By the way, moving, we'll move on for the calorie counting because the people just want the filth, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> I shat my pants. Like actual, literally, uh, literally shat yourself. I shat my pants. Walking, I was going to Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? Um, well, I, I sat and read the menu, counted out my calories, and I thought, this is what I'm going to get. And I walked it from my flat to the Nando's, and I was round the corner from the Nando's, and I was like, there's a weird shooting pain in my stomach. And I was like, did I just shit my pants? No full-blown shit my pants. Right. Did shite leave my arse? Yes. <laughs> Did it soil my pants? Yes. But I never sat in Nando's and had a meal with a full shite in my pants. <laughs> but if I took my pants off and you looked inside them, you would see shite. <laughs> That's me trying to justify it. Was your boxers like one of them mad inkblot fucking pictures? <laughs> so when I got home and I took my boxers off and I seen it, I just put them in the bin. Aye. I was like, you, you can't save that. Aye. And then Nando's was shite as well. Oh, mate. I, overrated or underrated Nando's? Overrated. 100%, mate. And the price, mate. Aye. Oft. The price is a shambles. There's a place in Glasgow called um, Grill Guru. And they're doing it the St. Enoch Centre. And they would probably deliver to like where you are. And their menu is exactly the fucking same as nando's they do the pitas with the halloumi in it everything they've just yeah. copied nando's menu 
but it's like half the fucking price. And the chicken, do you know what I don't like about Nando's? I don't know what it is, but it just doesn't taste like fresh chicken. No. It tastes like, I don't know, there's something going on with it, you know what I mean? It's dafty central, I know. Why does it attract so many dafties? Yeah, we're just going Nando's, cheeky Nando's. Yeah. Like that type of shit. Guess where I'm going tonight? Well, Nando's. Really? Aye. How come? My two pals want to meet me and they said Nando's and I said I don't want a Nando's and they're like, fuck you. We want a Nando's. Whereabouts is a Nando's for you? So I'm this, the one that I shat my pants in was the one beside Central Station. The big one? Not Aye. the big huge one? The chips when they cooked right, the stem broccoli was shite, the wrap was tasteless. I'm sitting there with shite oil mars. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nightmare mate you get mugged how do you <laughs> what, what level of heat do you get do you get your nandos i normally get it spicy but i was way someday and i was like i can't be up be arsed slabbering like a fucking pig here so i just go to medium who are you with lucy ashley the wrestler all oh, right your cousin yes all right i thought you were cheating on me though no no which um, she grasped you in, by the way. For what? <laughs> I'll tell you this on the podcast. I've got a cousin called Nathaniel that's a boxer. Uh-huh. And Ashley's a wrestler. Uh-huh. And what's her surname again? Or wrestling surname? I can't remember, Oof, but mate. Well, that's terrible. That's I should fucking, know that. That's terrible. That's worse than whatever you're going to say for me. I did nothing but sing your praises. On you go. What, what did I say? You never, you never to Ashley, didn't you? hundred percent did. Like, what did she, I said, say? she was like, ah, he's a boxer and you're a wrestler. What the fuck's that we done then? Oh, <laughs> Maybe I did say that. Something along the lines. It's a joke. Here, I get it. I get it. But if I put you in the exact same bracket as Tom Green, aye? aye. Am I going to try and get comedians to kill you when they're doing podcasts in the studio? Aye. <laughs> no, I was kidding on, mate. It was very funny. It was one of the ones I was like, you bastard, I did say that as well. Um, <laughs> right, so I shat my pants. We're going to go through the list. Um, there's a thing that you sent me that you said you would like to bring up. Yes. I, I don't know much about it. Okay. Shall I let you lead? Well, um, it turns out that Prince William likes a dildo in the butt. He's a... Uh, well, the hashtag on Twitter is like the Prince of Pegging. Oh my god. Or the pegging prince. Wow. So it turns out that um allegedly, because we don't want uh, Scotland's number one podcast to get shut down. <laughs> um the both of us found in an oil drum, accidentally stabbed ourselves aye, in the back. Aye. Needle marks on our fucking jugular and we're just they're like they had a heart attack, the like two of them. The fake Prince Harry. Anyway, sorry. Aye, exactly. Um but the whole Meghan Markle thing was like a, a smokescreen for uh, Prince William's affair with Kate Middleton's best friend, or one of her best friends. But it turns out that the reason that he's gone, he's playing away from home is, is that Kate will nay pump him up the arse. Wow. And uh, her pal will. Wow. Now, I genuinely think that this is a amazing, you know, for progress, that... The future King England is getting bent air by a woman with a strap on. Yeah. I don't know about you. How do you feel about it? Well, I've got a half a, I've got a semi, <laughs> so that's how I feel about it. Just, you know, 
I've only table. had three wanks today. I've got two more to go. Um, Cal- calorie counting and wine counting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, if it wasn't somebody that was, if, if anybody's into pegging, it's such a vanilla thing now. Like, Do you think so? I mean, I've never had it done. Would I? I probably would. Would I'd, you? I'd try it. Aye. I'm self-conscious about my arse, but... You ever had anything up your bum? What, a finger? Um... I feel, why am I, why are you blushing? Every single thing that I've said on this podcast, why am I feeling defensive about that? Uh-huh. I've had a finger up there. So. Aye, mate. I enjoy it. Aye. I enjoy a bit of butt play. But <laughs> I think that there's another, are you saying it's vanilla? There's another level to like your chosen partner, not necessarily female, to strap on a dildo and like you one i don't know like it's right aye that's fair enough it's intense a dildo's quite large i'd imagine that you can't just stick it in and go wild it's you need to prepare yourself mm-hmm. but i'm like i need to shave my ass what was if i shot myself i mean i shot myself walking to nando's <laughs> fuck's sake walking just my body just being alive i shot my pants never mind getting pegged so aye. i'm like i need to go in a 40 or fast fuck that <laughs> Get a colonic. I shave my arse, baby wipe my arse. No, it's not even worth it. Need a douche. (laughs) (laughs) Before you do it, but um, I think it's hilarious, mate. I think it, because it's like this whole, you know, like Britishness and the chosen people and then, you know, God's chosen people to rule and he's just fantasizing about his missus fucking ramming him. I think it's hilarious, man. That is funny, isn't it? But I also think it's pretty disgusting that they've done everything in their fucking power to try and, like, draw attention away from it, including, you know, throw his brother and his, his missus under a fucking bus, do you know what I mean? And he had a, an affair, crazy. He yeah. needs to shave his hair off, I know, man. I know, what's Somebody about, needs mate? to say to him, mate, just let go, take a, go into a Turkish barbers and get a double fucking zero. Do you not think it's incredible, though, like, the difference, like, Prince William at one point in time was, like, Touted to be like dating Britney Spears and heartthrob. Now he looks like a fucking geography teacher. Aye. With mad grey suit. Like a PE teacher that's been caught having an affair with a student. <laughs> and he leaves his wife and all that to go and live with a fucking 12 year old. You're like, mate. Allegedly. Aye, allegedly. <laughs> but she's got eating disorders and all that, like Kate Middleton's Is getting. She? Ah, I'm pretty sure she's getting eating disorder or she's she's had, like, people have commented looking at her going, she looks as if she might suffer from anorexia or whatever. Wow. So all is not well. But, um, I, know, I just thought it was fucking hilarious. I was just pissed myself laughing. Just like, this guy's, you know, aye, just the future King of England, the future, you know. I got a wee bit confused because there was something about Prince Charles a couple of weeks ago. He was saying he wanted to live inside his wife's skirt and all that. Like, Really? Aye, it was odd. He loves a kilt. He's always fucking cutting about in a fucking kilt. I, there was something about his sex life that popped up. Right. You know, well, like, I mean, he was a playboy for sure. Aye. And Diana was a, she was a peace mate when she was aye, she was stunning, aye, man. Aye, mate, smoking hot. Um, And he didn't want to marry her. He was wanting to go and keep playing about in the south of France or wherever the fuck he was running about shagging models. Like, Prince Prince Charles was absolutely, like, a pure, like, billionaire Play. playboy. Um, but, um, well, it's so funny, like, it, apparently it's getting, 
it's on mainstream news in Australia and New Zealand, but we're not getting a sniff of that shit, man. Aye. You won't catch the fucking sun. You know, Jeremy Corbyn, the old guy that fucking attends his allotment and wants normal people to have, like, you know, healthcare and housing. They're like, oh, he's a bad man, he's dangerous, but, you know, that shit's going on, like, using human shields, literal human shields yeah. to, like, get away with a scandal and we're fucking pressed don't want to know fuck all about it. Then. Happily throwing people under the bus, it's quite, it's quite a disaster, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's true? That he likes pegging. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, if it was true, I wouldn't care. Like, it doesn't even affect me. Like, I don't class it as a scandal. It's sad that he, if it's true that he cheated on his wife, that's sad. I think that should be the scandal, the fact that he cheated on his wife. But being into, like, pegging and whatever. I love your life, man. Like, whatever. If it's your thing, it's your thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Have you seen Prince Charles' fingers now? Imagine taking a finger off him. No, I've not seen his fingers. Mate, his fingers are fucked. Really? Honestly, see if you Google his fingers, right? And you'll see them. They they look like he's dipped them in Chernobyl. I don't know what... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's up with Lobby journals? Oh, mate. They were trying to say it was like COVID fingers or something, maybe. <laughs> but I don't COVID know. COVID fingers? Just... Let's have a look. Prince... Fucking hell, man. Aye. Well, let's stretch Armstrong. High mentor, look, look like that's bummed. mate. Do you know what that is? Alcoholism, you think so? Oh, 100%. Like that's swearing like that. That's good. Cool. It looks like he's fucking watches like a fucking zip tie, <laughs> keeping fucking blood. Aye. Um, but no, that's got to be that. I mean, they're, they're, the queen's an alcoholic, he does look like a boozer. She's an, the queen's an alcoholic, mm-hmm. she has champagne for breakfast every day. And... Get yourself to a meeting, hen. Get your cell phone back on side. There's a number there for alcoholics and honest. Elizabeth, the Samaritans are waiting. <laughs> Imagine it. Hello. I know. Phoning the Samaritans. But no, I just thought it was like interesting that these people are, and all the people in Westminster, all of the shit, all the politicians, they're all into fucking they're normal people. Mm-hmm. They're into fucking dirty shit, man. Yeah. You think they DM birds on Instagram asking for pictures of their feet? Oh, who does that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you like they shit themselves at Nando's? Wasn't me. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> so, fucking uh, whatever, cynic or whatever his fucking name is, this clown that's going to be a fucking the next prime minister. Do you think he's ever sharted at Nando's? Probably. Probably. Yeah. I found it quite funny over the weekend. I don't know if I'm oversharing here, but me, you, and your girlfriend we were talking and we had a laugh. Mm-hmm. And she said something along the lines of, Oh, do you know what I find quite funny? Or do you know who I appreciate? Girls that sell pictures of their feet and they pay their bills. And the two of us were just sitting there in complete silence. You know, <laughs> obviously, you don't listen to the podcast. Um, so I, there we go. Aye, um, but mate, at, at that, you need to remember in that same conversation, is like, oh, so clearly you don't listen to the podcast. And she was like, what, why would I listen to Dan's podcast? Like, cause I'm on it. And she was like, oh, are you? Oh my God. So it's like that level, that's the level we're at, mate. She's like surprised. 37 episodes deep. You've got people shouting for the crowd and all that. Yes, mm-hmm. Paul. Mm-hmm. She, which makes that situation even more worrying for her <laughs> mentality where she thinks that people at the stand are shouting at me and going, oh, thumbs up for doing a good podcast simply because I just take it. Aye. <laughs> and they don't know who I am. It's like, 
But um, to be fair, she doesn't listen to this. She is fuck, she's thick as shit, though. No, that's, yeah, that's all right. Just, just that she's in with Tom Green now. Tom Green, you for talking to me about my cousin. No, talking to my cousin about me <laughs> and your girlfriend's there now. Yours are all on the hit list. And she's in the red group. Aye. With you. Well, why? That's all right. There's fucking, in Glasgow, everybody's in the red group. Let's keep, keep going. Keep the good times rolling. Um, We've went through the fringe recommendations. I'm just quickly checking everything's covered here with this charity and the sponsors. I've got a funny story I could tell you. And then it, we can wrap it up with mm-hmm. giving a shout out to the live lounge. Yes. So I'll explain to everybody what this is. I'm going to, me and Paul, Paul and myself are going to shine a light on some Scottish talent. Doesn't even really have to be Scottish, but people that are gigging in the circuit in Scotland or in Britain. And I've got a clip of a, a musician that's called Tommy Maguire. He's a good lad. I've known him for a couple of years and he sent us a clip of him playing a song. So at the end of the podcast, I'm, we're going to play that song. You yep. can check them out on Facebook, Twitter, social media, and it's filmed at the Live Lounge Studios, and it's his new song, so you can check that out after I tell you this horrific story. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not horrific, but you know how everybody's had a mad way at party when you're a wee guy? Mm-hmm. My pal used to stay in Bishop Briggs, big massive house in the, the deep end of Bishop Briggs, Snobsville, right? Right. And his man, his dad were away on holiday, and we were in his house, big Victorian house in Bishop Briggs. We're all mad wait for Lecky's, right? And I was like, right, what can I do that's funny to make him laugh? Mm-hmm. So he's on the carpet, out his fucking nut, and a kettle or something. And I just decided to walk about his house, gone through his drawers and all that. Right. I don't know what I'm looking for. His granda was back from a holiday and bought him a Bob Marley t-shirt. Right. And like a green Bob Marley weed hat. So when I was like younger, I was like Bob Marley's face on a fucking green hat with like the weed symbol all the time. (laughs) His granda bought that, right? Did did his grandpa know? No, his his granda didn't know that he smoked weed. Uh So when I was younger, I've told this many times sometimes i get really big in weight so then i was quite large for being a 17 year old boy i'd right. say my mate's one of the guys that's been a living stone his whole life right so i was like fuck it i'm gonna stick that outfit on that he's grand about him <laughs> so it was a i would say a small t-shirt right, okay and i decided to stick <laughs> <laughs> I stick on a small t-shirt, right? right? And obviously it doesn't even go past my belly button. It's like <laughs> fucking up there. I'm like, right, that's funny. Stick the hat on. And I walked downstairs, right? And he starts greeting. He's like, ah, mate, get that off, mate. I was like, how? And he's like, get that off, man. Man, grand about me that. That's pure shit. I was like, is it no funny? And he's like, no, it's pure sentimental value, man. Get that off. So he had a panic attack. He started greeting. I had to whip the T-shirt off that I couldn't even, like, you know that way it gets stuck to your head? I'm like <laughs> pulling it on my head. It wouldn't leave right. my head. Pull it off. 
pull the t-shirt off it's all stre- stretched and mangled to fuck i'm standing there with my tits out <laughs> cuddling my mate as he's like having this weird drug fueled my granddad bought me that i'm like shh <laughs> it's all right it's all right oh, then the next day we will we woke up and he's like, I made the t-shirt was shite. I don't even know why I was greeting like that. <laughs> there you go. Was his granddad did? No. So what was he greeting about? His granddad just went to Tenerife and bought my t-shirt. Brought my fucking Bob Marley t-shirt. Aye. And I was stretched it to fuck. So th- that's my story. With your belly. Have you got any stories like that? There was one time we were at a house party in Easterhouse. It wasn't a Victorian. It was a fucking 70s tenement shithole. And uh, we roached a 40. And it was the guys, <laughs> it was a 40, the guys did that. Oh, no, man. You roached a 40 for a joint? Mm-hmm. For multiple. I can't believe you done that, man. Mate, it wasn't me that did it. I didn't, but this guy, somebody that I worked with McDonald's, it was a guy that I worked with McDonald's, that guy that was at your gig, Gavin, mm-hmm. who we were saying listens to podcasts, he was there. He was at that party. Um, it was an Easter house. There was a guy called Jamie who were at his house. And another guy called Jamie, who we were like, there's no roach. And I'm like, mad with it, right? And he just came up and went there. And we're like, who's that? And the photo, and he was like, it's all right, just it's fine. So we, I think, I remember like, sort of like, once the big fucking stramash started because of what happened, we were like, we assumed that he'd fucking said to you, but it turned out that the guy had went into a bedroom, opened a cupboard, took out a photo album, and just lifted a photo out of a photo album. Just a pure shit stutter. And then he wrote that. And we were sitting roaching and it turned out it was a photo he did that. Oh my God. Or his, was it his dead uncle? Somebody that had died that was close to him, but... Imagine if like, it was a pure, like... That was the last photo he ever took of him. Aye, right, mate. Imagine. When he was happy. And you smoked it for hash. <laughs> You're dying to laugh. Aye. Um, another, that same night... A guy sat down at the table and we'd been using a can of tenants as an ashtray and he drank a can. Oh. That's a common one that happens at a house party. Mm-hmm. But what happened was is that the guy, we were all stunned at that at this point, and the guy sat down and went, use it a bunch of laughs. And one of my mates was like, fuck off then, mate. And he went, I'll take your can. And we were just pure. Somebody was like, don't say anything. Just hold back here. He took a big gulp oh. and he had a big fucking black ring right around his lips. He didn't even acknowledge it, mate. Wow. He just gulped it down and just walked away. That's crazy. That's like that story when I told you that boy that smoked hamster shite in my school. People were literally <laughs> saying there's hamster shite in that rolly, mate. And he was like, so? And what? And what? Just fronting it out. Just full-blown smoked a one skinner with hamster shite in it. That must have been a weird stone, nah. You're like, I feel the soul of his uncle inside me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mate. Aye, the two years are gonna hell, aye, me? Aye, mate, fucking right. Aye, that poor cunt. Aye, that poor... He was a good t- guy as well, man. He was a really nice guy. And he had aye. a party. We took the piss. So super shit. But you've made amends through talking about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I've exercised my demons a day, though. Yeah. Likewise. Thank you. I just shat my pants again. Did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to break the tension of us getting cancelled. Um, shall we wrap it up? Absolutely, mate. Um, is there anything that you would like to cover? Is there any more charity nights that you're doing or charity podcasts? Or is there any podcasts that you're working on that you would like to shine a light on? Um, if people want to go and look at 
the Gareth's Palace at Tenants. I think the next one's in September. Well, I think they had one booked for August, but because of the fringe, yes, pointless. Um, and they'll be doing another one in September. I think it'll be the last Saturday in September potentially. But it's at Tenants Bar and Byers Road. Brilliant. Um, sold out both nights that they've had. So if you're going to do it, go and grab a ticket. I think they've got an Eventbrite link or whatever. Amazing, so, mate. Yeah, mate. That'd be good. Amazing. Um, shall we wrap it up and I'll give a shout out to the Live Lounge? 100%. Mate. Right. So the Live Lounge is a studio in Scotland that shine a light on up and coming talent or just good talent in general. And we've got a clip of Tommy Maguire. Tommy Maguire is awesome. So I hope you enjoy his new single. He's available on Spotify. Get him on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff and check him out. And Paul and myself will be back next week for the new episode. And thank you very much to the Zen Den as well for sponsoring us. And also Troops, we've had quite a lot of positive reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you haven't done that yet, can you please chuck us a good review? Thank you very much and see you next week. Standing still Working hard Just to pay the bills Nine to five And getting drunk at the weekends Staying in a small town Sticking by the same friends Should I take a chance Should I play it safe